Hi everyone, my name is Owen Brazel from MongoDB Education and welcome to the MongoDB podcast. Today we'll be talking about all things MongoDB University and all the evolutions and developments since our major relaunch in November. Welcome to the MongoDB podcast. My name is Shane McAllister and I'm on the developer advocacy team here at MongoDB. And as ever, we're grateful to have you join us for another episode, which this time is all about learning or more specifically, learning on the newly relaunched MongoDB University website. For those that have been listening to the live podcast episodes from mongodb.local London back in November, you will recall how the revamped MongoDB University was one of the major keynote announcements there. Today, to learn more about this, I'm joined by Owen Brazel, who was formerly a curriculum engineer and is now a staff engineer here at MongoDB and he acts as a technical advisor for all of MongoDB's educational programs. In this role, as we'll hear, he was closely involved in the design and the development of the new MongoDB University, and he led much of the new MongoDB Labs features. So let's join Owen to hear all about it. Owen, welcome to the show. Introduce yourself and tell our listeners who you are and what you do here at MongoDB. Thanks, Shane. Um, it's great to be back on the show. I think last time I was on the show, I was a curriculum engineer and I was talking about our academia content. So I'm still in the education department of MongoDB. I love our users and our learners. I'm now leading the lab work for our new courses. And uh, my role has changed to being technical advisor for all of the MongoDB educational programs. So I'm also doing another piece on our internal new hire technical training program as well. So busy. Well, it's great to have you join us again. I do appreciate that, Owen. The one reason I reached out to have this conversation with you once again is all about the MongoDB University. So back in November, we relaunched the MongoDB University. But before we go into the details of what's relaunched about it and what's new, tell us a little bit about the MongoDB University from the very get-go. Why did we start it? What sort of a success it's had and, and what can people learn there? Well, the first thing to say about MongoDB University is it's the best way to learn MongoDB for free. So we started it over 10 years ago now, and it's been evolving throughout that time. We've always believed that the developers are at the center of everything. So we first started offering free self-paced on-demand courses to help the developers learn MongoDB and advance their own careers. What we've iterated and evolved through is to just improve the learning experience for our audience. It's all free. The only thing we do charge is for the certification. Sure. And we can get into that in, in a bit. And I suppose for people understanding online universities, we're very used to those now. As a developer, people learn in different ways. People like to read, people like to watch, listen, people like to do a bit of hands-on. So what sort of an experience is MongoDB University for learners if they're not familiar with it? So MongoDB offers your kind of video quiz, hands-on lab environment. And one of the biggest changes in that period is in November, we launched the new university in our dot .local in London. And we made a really big change for us in university. We opened our content. We ungated it, as I say, mm -hmm. in the, the search mm -hmm. engine optimization world. So now you can find all our learning and training content on the top of your search query. We took a lot of other feedback from our learners, instructional design best practice, and we shortened our content. So 
where we would have had longer lessons, our lessons now run to a max of five to eight minutes. We were factored to our quizzes and we've added a whole pile of new labs and content. I think over the years, and, and people give this different terms across the board, you know, we it used to be the MTV generation back in yours and my day that we could not consume content for any longer than a certain period of time. And that has literally just got shorter and shorter from the YouTubes into the TikToks, etc. as well. So we're aligning ourselves with that necessary need to get across the content in a much more straightforward, faster way and fit in with how people learn, right? You're not trying to say you need to take a morning out to join MongoDB University and, and move on. It's get your chunks, get your bite-sized pieces of time, your 10 minutes, your 15 minutes here and there, and you can dive in. Exactly. Now, that being said, if you want to spend a morning, those chunks and segments are designed to build up from lessons into units. So a unit would probably be about five or six lessons and from units into courses. And there might be anywhere from three to 12 units in a course, depending. So we've also added up a lot more in terms of the labs because some learners like that hands-on straight to the console go at it we've improved our videos we've added a lot of more subtitles new languages so it's not just as we started in those 10 years ago where it was english speaking videos now we are appealing to that global audience and providing them with subtitles and we will grow out from the uh, the initial six languages. We just wanted to start with the core and make sure we got that right. That makes sense. I, I know we're speaking to a global audience all the time. So you mentioned it was ungated, which is great. If you're searching for MongoDB learning and content, it's now going to appear in those search results. But if I want to build a learning path for myself, I will go ahead and register. And I want to dive a bit deeper into getting that structured learning path. Isn't that correct? Yeah, we've, we've always offered learning paths and we will always continue to do that because we obviously know the product and know what the best sequence to take those chunks of uh, learning in is. So we've a new introduction to MongoDB course for developers, the stop off point for most of the listeners to this podcast. That gives you the full introduction from Atlas, our data developer platform, to the document, to aggregation and indexing and CRUD and data modeling and essentially the whole 360 viewpoint of what is MongoDB and how it can make you successful. Beyond that, we've also offered four of our top sort of drivers appealing to the Node.js community, the Java community, the C Sharp community and the Python community. And we're, we're due to launch a PHP course quite shortly, actually. Excellent. So if my core base is in one of those languages, then you have courses directed really at me to get started quicker in that regard as well, too. Does it cover everything that MongoDB has to offer? Does it dive into Compass? Does it dive into Search, etc.? Or are we catching up on some of those as well, too? We're 50% there, so we do cover Search. We haven't covered Compass in this, but we are catching up. So one of the big things is with this change to shorter lessons and then this finer grain, shorter content, we have a lot of old content to revisit and revise for this shorter presentation. And frankly, if you were to look at an old video and a new video, 
our video production standards have also improved dramatically compared to how we started to where we are. <laughs> it's it's you know, it's your back room to a Hollywood recording studio. Ah, I see. Well, I recall. I recall. I mean, at the very beginning of MongoDB University, it was some of the founders teaching some of the the classes that were there yes and you know i mentioned that we like the five to eight minute short form content some of our founders didn't really give much change out of a 45 minute or 50 minute continuous spiel um that no video editor was ever able to break apart so we've we've worked a lot on that to make sure that you can just dive in for 10 minutes for coffee break and move on we have updated our learning management system. We now have a whole raft of just that short form content. So even if you feel you don't have time, you probably can find 10 minutes and keep track of that and build up your learning. For example, say I'm a new to MongoDB. I've never worked with it in anger whatsoever. I've heard great things about it. I want to get started. Is there a 101 path or track for me as a brand new, somebody new to MongoDB? I have to say the one I would recommend to everyone is our introduction to MongoDB, which is our foundational level course. And that is about 15 hours of content, but broken up into these shorter chunks. So eventually, you know, whether you can take it in a couple of days or a couple of months, you will get what you needed learned. And I suppose to reflect on your earlier question about what has changed, we used to take in cohorts. We used to have, you know, a month for you to take a chapter. And it turns out that learners didn't like those constraints. They were kind of like a university in that you had a course, you had to do your assignments and homework in that month or else you had to retake it. So we've learned a lot from the feedback on that to try and keep it shorter, but also to let people take it anytime, 24-7, and let them take it at their own pace. Okay, so the introduction to MongoDB cumulatively is about 15 hours. In total, how many hours of learning is there on MongoDB University today then? I think we still probably have north of 100 hours with all of our legacy content. And is the legacy content still available to users? Yeah, so one of our big missions now is to revamp our entire catalogue into this new short format combined with labs and quizzes and tied fundamentally into certification. So another huge change is that people used to have to spend about 20% of the learning for certification by browsing docs, by implementing things. Whereas now we took a totally different path with certification. First, we don't offer it one week a month. We offer 24-7 as suits you. But also it's tied completely and totally directly back to the course you will take in university. So if you take that 15 hour introduction to MongoDB course and you learn it and you pay attention, then more than likely you will pass your certification. And I'm practical. I learn from doing. You spoke earlier about the labs, but is there an ID baked into the university platform? Can I, you know, the quizzes there, are they multiple choice or do I have to actually create some code or write some code directly within there? In the quizzes, we, we offer multiple choice uh, options for you. And um, for the hands-on, we have the labs. So the labs are a full IDE, full, essentially, container-based environment that we spin up as you start your lab. So typically, the start times are around eight seconds. 
so they can immediately jump into, say, the Crud Labs. You're dropped into the Mongo shell connected to the database with an instructional pane on the right that says, you know, please run this find. Here's the criteria we'd like you to implement in the find. And then we have scaffolding around that, so some hints. And we even have the solution, you know, if you, you still don't get it, you can scroll down. And that's essentially the lab. So we've taken a huge pile of problem areas, 30 or 40% of our university support issues around former iterations of the lab environment were to deal with connecting, the connection string, installation, setup. You, as a learner, don't have to do any of that now. It's straight in and straight to the cold face with the instructions. That's amazing. So we've taken kind of that, as you say, stumbling block out of the way, and you're working in the labs, but you're, yes, you've got a window of hints and instructions to the side, but you are working in the same way that you would work if you were working, you know, building your own project on MongoDB. It's a Linux environment with a connected Mongo shell. That's what most of our developers use. Um, in some cases, when we go to the, the, the language uh, units, we also have the terminal and the ID that you can use to make it, you know, a few tweaks to whether it's your Java or your C-sharp file, then swap to a different tab with your Linux environment and just run whether it's, um, you know, Maven to compile and build your, your Java program and run it, or if it's Python, just run Python. And the, the program runs and connects to your Atlas cluster. And it's actually an Atlas cluster. One of the biggest improvements, even since November, is at the end of January, we implemented a new feature. And this has been really powerful, really, really fantastically well-received. And essentially, it is bring your own Atlas cluster. So we're now updating our labs so learners can use their own existing cluster and bring that and do all of these activities to their own cluster. And it's it's turned out to be really meaningful and powerful for people that they the, the cluster they own in Atlas, they're doing these activities on. It's, it's really wonderful. That's a brilliant addition because I know, I mean, from having gone through these in the past, it's very easy to find your way through the examples and do everything fine. And then when you need to do it yourself without the help all of a sudden you can't remember it's falling apart it's not working the same way so to be able to actually do that on your own cluster is amazing how technically how hard was that to do do you know Owen? is that your areas or it was was that somebody else's thankfully i i i work with another colleague shout out to davinson lombard in uh canada who had joined in october to help me but uh, i came up with the initial architecture and have built kind of quite a lot of it. What I really do need to shout out to is to the cloud API team in Dublin who built our Atlas CLI, our command line interface for Atlas. Because while I have done wonders, it wouldn't have been possible without their tool. So that is actually our secret sauce. That's brilliant. It's always good to, to share the credit where possible anyway, definitely. So appreciate, appreciate that. How many labs are... You know, okay, it probably depends what path you're taking, et cetera, et cetera. But how often are the labs interspersed amongst the course? Pretty much every lesson has a lab associated. Some lessons now are more theoretical, so they don't sort of have a lab because there isn't an associate lab you could ask. 
But where it's a practical question around a find and update, where there is normally a database or driver command, we have an associated lab. So we now have hundreds of labs. And in fact, the labs are also different in the sense that also three weeks ago, we launched an entire standalone section in our catalog. So now you needn't even take a course. If you want to learn about Mongo Shell, mm -hmm. the database tools, Mongo Import, Mongo Export, uh, and soon other tools like Mongo Sync, you can just go into learn.mongodb.com and on the left pane, you can just select the lab only content and you'll be able to see and take labs just focused on maybe a problem you have. So you said, how do I remember? So we can go in and say, oh, I knew how to restore my cluster or import my data into Atlas, but I could do it a refresher or yeah. there's this new tool. I'd like to learn how to use this Mongo sync tool. And all of these are also being offered in a, a sort of dual format. So we have a hosted cluster that you can use. So if you don't really want to, or you don't yet have an Atlas cluster, you can use ours. But more importantly, these are all being built, which are bringing your own Atlas cluster functionality. So you can go in to do the labs without having a precursor of the course before them. So would that be a way to kind of gauge your knowledge of MongoDB perhaps before diving back into some courses as well. If you if you were rusty or you had used it in the past, diving into a lab might be a good way to decide what level am I at with my MongoDB knowledge. We've tried to make the labs sort of at the foundational level, but our plans are to add several hundred more, hopefully, around different topics and to supplement also another feature that we have launched as part of the relaunch in November, which is Learning Bytes. Now, Learning mm -hmm. Bytes aren't actually courses. They're designed as sort of incremental version Delta training content. And what that essentially is, is, okay, MongoDB 6, MongoDB 7. There's five, six, seven, eight new features launched. These are 10 to 20 minute videos that will cover one of those features in a relative depth. And by the end of it, you will know how to use online archiving or data federation, federation in Atlas or the Mongo shell, or even there's a new one on the Atlas CLI that we just launched. I love the way that it's gone quite granular for the approach to learning. It's no longer so prescriptive, etc. But if I want to advance and if I want to go towards certification, you know, what's the gating for that? Can I dive straight in and try the certification or do you have to have gone through a number of courses or labs in order to do it? If you want to try the certification, you can dive straight in. If you want to try the labs, they are probably a good measure of how fresh or rusty your skills might be. But I think one of the key pieces around how we build content is all of our content now starts for the, for the courses with this joint or job task analysis, a JTA. And that asks what should a developer or whichever persona know at the level. So if it's a foundational level, what do we feel they should know? That helps us break down the topics, the units, the lessons. What we also do with the exact same document is we use that for our certification. So by 
early on specking the course and the certification from the same essentially requirements document, you then are sure that if you take our course, you can pass our certification. Understood. So that makes sense. You kind of could gain a, an understanding of your MongoDB prowess before diving into it, I suppose, in that regard. And even if you don't want to just try the lab, if you take a random lesson and try the quizzes, you'll have a fair idea, you know, what level you're going to be asked at. Because the quizzes are also kind of indicative, not representative, because I have to say this or I'll be shot, but indicative of what you might get asked in the certification. So as you mentioned earlier, MongoDB University is free. It's ungated if you want to create a learning path, you register, etc. But we're talking about certification. There is a cost to certification on, correct? Yeah, we, we've always attached a cost to certification because we feel there is a value to it. And we always want people to strive. We also want to recognize those people who are certified and, uh, you know, add a, a value to it for them. So the cost we tried to keep down, it's um, $150. Now and again, you know, there are discount codes you can get from going to our events and, and such the like. But we felt that was a good compromise for the global audience and the you know the purchasing power of everyone across the world and if i am certified how does that manifest itself do i get it obviously i get a an email to say that i am etc do i get badges in the mongodb forums how does that work so actually uh, another big change we launched in november was a totally revamped badging system so now you get this you know a, a mutable digital badge that you can put on your linkedin you can showcase on your cv and Hopefully, now, as it sort of grows out, people can see it. There's a essentially a directory. If you're an employer, you can look up to see who is okay. MongoDB certified. So it's for both ends. It's, it's for the learner and it's for your, your potential next future employer. It, it, it is a value there. There's a certification involved. It is, you know, you need to know a lot and it's tough enough to get through. And I, I for one, I... I I receive a lot of CVs when we have open employment uh, roles out there, and I, for one, hate the fact that people have copped on to, you know, I, I'm going to put my various proficiencies in various languages, and you're going, well, this is a, this is a, almost a self-certification. So I love the fact that you have this this badge that is uh, you know, really backed up uh, by the fact that the certification is done. You mentioned that there's potentially discounts here and there around events and things like that too. Is there anything for students overall? If I'm not in gainful employment, can I can I get a discount or anything like that? We do have the academia program who offers discounts through that, um, including the the sort of GitHub pack. And we also have discounts wrapped in that program. Equally though, I, I just want to say, before we go, for those who might be worried about certification, we also do offer study guides as another means to help prepare yourself. So if you've done the whole course, done all the quizzes, done all the labs, and just as a revision to it, you can take our study guide. And we have found now that the numbers are amazing. We've had, since we launched the, the new certification program again in November, because November was our big launch, we've had a 250% growth in certification. Oh, wow. Fascinating. And our pass rates have likewise improved very significantly. The one thing I wanted to drop back in, in terms of you're talking about that growth, in terms of how many people have been through MongoDB University, how many people go through it on a monthly basis, what 
size and scale is it? So um, it, it's continued to grow, I suppose, since we, we re-promoted it in November. We had 2 million page views in December, wow. 1.6 in January. I think we've had just under 25,000 hours of video plays. And for that, we've had just under 67,000 reviews of those videos. And consistently, we're scoring at 4.7 stars out of five. So that's a that's really, good. Yeah. really high ranking from from those, you know, 67 odd thousand they're unique people. We're not, we're not clicking these in a bot farm <laughs> somewhere. These are the, the true learner's impression. So like I said, the Hollywood studio standard of the videoing and the shorter content is really appealing to people. And as you said at the beginning, we're continually adding to that as we go forward. You're saying we launched in November, but we we launched with what we needed to launch as a minimal viable set of courses and, and labs, et cetera. But we're continuously adding. What's the sort of rate of addition of, of new courses to the university? Pretty much. We've, we've also changed our tack a little bit on that so before we used to do big bang and we did do a big bang in november because we wanted a big release and we wanted mm -hmm. a lot of content but we've also changed our policy on that so as new content at a unit level becomes available so it might be on you know topic on replication we'll release those lessons and related labs now they will build up to courses and when we have the last unit ready for launch, we'll launch the course. So keep an eye to our to our catalog because there'll be a lot more sort of intermittent content appearing as it's ready, it's going live. It's not like we need dot .live or dot .local event or world event to actually present it at and say, we're, we're no longer doing that because we found that actually our learners want to learn and we want to support them with the new content as quickly as it becomes available for them to learn it, learn it on our platform. You've mentioned, I mean, to me, it sounds a fully featured platform. Everything's there. We've made it shorter. We've added the labs. We've got the study guides, etc. But if I am going through it and I have some questions or some issues, where do I jump to? Is that the forums of MongoDB? Is there, do we look after the university path in the forums as well? We have a team on the forums. So if you go to the community forums, they can help you. And we also have learn at mongodb.com. So if you email that address, okay, it'll also get you support. So if I happen to get stumped on something in particular, I can't get past a quiz or the lab isn't working for me and I've used all the hints and I'm, I'm still stumped, there is a, a person at the other end that I can reach out to, to try and get me over that hill and, and onto the next stage. Absolutely. Our, we have a number of teams in education who answer those, myself included, say it turns out to be a funky labs issue. I, I answer a few of those tickets a week. And I, I, I have to say, if you if you do have any of those kind of problems, emailing Learn at MongoDB and the issue or your problem or your question will just get route it to the right person to answer for you okay so we we'll add that email to the show notes for the podcast so learn at mongodb couldn't be easier even the url for the university is pretty easy too right yeah we're, we're delighted that we're able to move to that and it, it really is uh i think a broadening of the thinking as well because mm -hmm. as you can see now we have things like learning bites which are probably a little bit more product focused so we are trying to put all of our 
training and learning and development resources for developers and for our wider community of users onto that. And and we hope to have news on, on others who may be joining us there from other teams. I'll leave it at that as a cliffhanger for, for an invite to come soon. <laughs> and it would be remiss of me being on the DevRel team here at MongoDB to not mention our developer center, which is where a lot of our advocates and, and engineers write on, you know, a, a daily basis at this point in time. So if you are coming towards MongoDB, having gone through the university and you're looking to have more articles and how-tos and tutorials, please drop by essentially developer.mongodb.com will get you there as well too. So learn.mongodb.com for the university developer.mongodb.com for a developer center. Speaking of learning, Owen, and this is a question I always try to ask somebody is, where do you yourself go to learn things? How how do you consume and keep ahead of of what's new in this ever-changing technical world that we live in? It might be an old dinosaur to say I I use RSSS uh, (laughs) for (laughs) blogs and the various other um, syndications. I think I use... um, Feedly is my client and mm-hmm. I have over the years curated a, a list of people who inform me and, and mm-hmm. I, I learn generally I'm kind of one of those hands-on learners though so when it comes to things like the labs I, I learned by doing and diving in and I probably would have that mentality that's why I, I love the standalone labs because I think they, they appeal to my own mindset uh, other than that LinkedIn Learning, Coursera, the other major sites. Mm-hmm. We've a lot of plans. Again, one of our big teams is around opening up. So I don't want to say too much, but there will be talks in the future around our partnership distribution channels. And I will mm-hmm. leave it at okay. that as a, a strong leading indicator of you having another one of my colleagues on to talk about that in the very near term. And it would be remiss of me not to point out the fact that you have a MongoDB book in your past. Uh, can you remind us about that? And and is there, do you have to continually update that? Is there plans to update? Has it all been superseded on? What I'd say is there's a lot of books around MongoDB that cover the the core content. So I was very fortunate to be asked by Shannon Bradshaw a few years ago to co-edit the third edition of O'Reilly's MongoDB, the definitive guide. If I'm being selfish, I think I we covered the core very well. But like I said about the learning bites, there are always new features coming out mm. for six and seven. And while CRUD, maybe aggregation in the most doesn't change, you know, the, the core key stages in aggregation or, you know, deleting one or deleting many, they're kind of evergreen, if I can say that. Mm-hmm. Where you're looking at Mongo Sync or new Atlas features are, in fact, just changes like uh, where we have the relational migrator tool. Those probably fell outside of what I was mm-hmm. aiming to write for. I aim to write for the core database. And we've really changed as a company sure. to embrace this whole concept of the developer data platform and host your application and use an entire toolbox beyond the database of functionality. So if I was to write a book or suggest to others out there, the next book has to be MongoDB 
the developer data platform. Yeah, watch this space. I'm sure you might get a hook in on somebody to do that. But if you if you want to go really deep into the first principles, I'm assuming Owen the book is still available on yeah. all good online bookshops, et cetera, et cetera. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on board, and it's great to hear the success of the university. Remind the audience again where to go to get started. The place to learn MongoDB is learn.mongodb.com, and our MongoDB university content, it's all free. Couldn't say, couldn't be more clear than that. Owen Brazel, it's been a pleasure to chat with you, and we look forward to the ongoing success and ongoing expansion of MongoDB University. But for now, thank you, Owen. Thanks, Shay. Many thanks to Owen for joining me. I do hope our discussion has enlightened you about MongoDB University. So, if you've never used it, do check it out at learn.mongodb.com. And even if you have used it, with all of the new features, that Owen discussed, it would be certainly worth diving back in and checking them all out. I, for one, will certainly do that. As ever, please check out the show notes for any of the links mentioned by Owen and I during this recording. They'll all be there. And please remember, if you like the podcast, to subscribe to it and leave us a rating on whatever platform you use. In addition, if you have any comments or feedback for us on the podcast, or if you'd like to appear on the podcast as a guest, please do reach out to us via email at podcast at mongodb.com. So from me, Shane McAllister, and the rest of the podcast team, do take care, and thank you as ever for listening.